The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. You guys can't hear the intro, but I can hear it, and boy does it sound good. I know. I'm just listening to music by myself. Just let me enjoy it. Will you guys sit there in silence? You got to talk right in the mic. Mike in the mic. I, I got nothing to say. Mike in the mic. Guys, <laughs> welcome back. Wow, my voice is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going through puberty. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, um, welcome to episode 199. Holy shit. Of re- talk into the fuck. You can't keep it in the middle shit. of you. Yeah, you got to curse into the mic. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Um, welcome, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> talk into the... I think it was so cool Mike, oh, talk into the so fucking microphone. That was on purpose. <laughs> Let's wrap this one up. I think we've done enough damage here for one... <laughs> so we officially know that two guests is too many for oh, your podcast on the road. No, the thing is, two guests is great, but... but Three, two microphones for three people is something else. Guys, welcome back, really by popular demand, to uh, Jody Billings and Mike Grisiak. No sound effects? Yay! Mike's going to really make me mad. Mike, talk into the microphone. (laughs) Jody, take the mic. I can't with this. I'm sweating. I'm so angry right now. This guy, he's he's, a, what's it called? A... I don't know. What are you doing to my show right now? Ruining it? Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Welcome back, guys. Um, we are, what, four, five weeks into this tour? I think five, but you got to count. Five weeks on the calendar, but we're like, what, four shows four. in? <laughs> it feels like. Um, yeah, we're on this uh, Jane's Edition Smashing Pumpkins tour that last time you guys were on, we were preparing for. And now we're out here, and things have just been super smooth. <laughs> You're no, joking, right? Yeah, I have. I have. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, we, 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 I missed the first, um, the first, what, nine days of tour, I guess, because I had, I had COVID. Oh, and that's right. yeah. yeah, that's right. Those are the best nine days of the tour so far. I, oh, I don't have a boo sound effect. So I'll just do a laugh instead, because that, that was your attempt at a joke. Good job, Jody. Good job, Jody. And then we also missed uh, about a week, um, a couple of weeks ago, which was unfortunate. But we're back now, and uh, I gotta say, mm-hmm. I want to know your guys' impressions of the tour so far, Mike. You, I've been waiting for this since I was like twelve. That's what I was gonna say. Like these are these like are literally these are your I'm, two favorite I'm, bands. I'm working with them, and I know people, and I'm getting paid, right? Which is bonus. <laughs> you can't really can't really beat that. Yeah. Um, would you say that these are your two favorite bands of all time? Yeah, or in your top three? Top three. And the other one is Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think the two best bands of those three are out together, in my opinion, personally. So what's it like for you now that you're out here doing it um, to be out here with with those two bands? I mean, I've been working with Steven for five or six years, mm-hmm. and just from being around, and and I know. I know Jimmy now, Jimmy from, Chamberlain from outside yep. of this stuff. So, it's it's funny. Like 
I think anywhere in, in your career like this, with with me, I can't talk. It's everything. Everything is so gradual. Yeah. Where it's not like you made like a huge step and it's like, oh my god, like this is insane. Like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Uh-huh. But it's. I know the guys and stuff, and I've been around enough where it's like it's more natural and it's nice to, you know, you feel welcome mm-hmm. and like you know you show up and people know who you are and it's not like, you know, like you're afraid to talk to anybody or anything. Well, you're it's, at a point now where they're your peers, yeah. Which is it's a it's a it's a weird thing to to realize that is that like your heroes know you by your first name. Yeah, actually, it was funny you. The first Jane's Addiction show that I did was Jane's Addiction playing with Chili Peppers. Oh, in that backyard thing. That backyard thing. And when oh, I you weren't there for that. When Jody. I got there, you're like, "Oh, hey, I just read this article about you and Jimmy Chamberlain," and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is kind of insane." And now it's about the drum set. Yeah. Can you can you tell people what that's about? Because I I like to collect things as well. But you collected something pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. What'd you so get? every time I sit down behind my drums and ever since, you know, I've been playing basically, I sit down and I don't, I think everybody kind of does it. Like I know Steven will, there's like a Zeppelin beat. He sits down and he plays the Zeppelin beat. For me, I'm like, there's like pumpkin stuff that I play. And it's like, I hear these drums in my head and I'm like Googling like pictures of them. And it's like, oh my God, they're going to be for sale. How'd you find out? I was Googling pictures of like Jimmy Chamberlain, 1995, 96, like white drums. Uh Uh-huh. Just because I I like those drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like reverb selling like all my drums kind of thing. So So reverb is like a, it's like an eBay, but just for musical equipment. Yeah. And you can usually find pretty decent deals on there, I think. I got a great deal on the drums. <laughs> so what'd you get? Explain what you got. So I got the kit that was his first custom drum set. Um, it was the first one, I think the only one that they made like that. Uh, it's a Yamaha Maple Custom, which they don't make anymore. White Marine Pearl Wrap. And Marine Pearl? <clears throat> yeah. It's one of my favorite wraps. So, so... It was his kit that he got for the Lollapalooza tour. From Lollapalooza, they went into... They did uh, 92 or 93? 94. 94. And from there, they went in to record Melancholy. And there's that kit. There's actually two versions of the kit. Um, And one was set up in one studio. One was set up in the other studio. And they recorded that album between those two kits. So I got one of those kits. That's Pretty fucking and actually, cool. Actually, it's pieces from both of the kits. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's at home now, and I play it. Is it when when I when I when you showed me your drum room that your your like uh, soundproof drum yeah, room you yeah. made was that the kit? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. What show do you couldn't hear you because you weren't on mic? Oh, yeah. Does he know you have it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I, I when I got it, like I was talking to him, and um, he's like, "Yeah, like let me know, like 
you know, give you tuning tips and this and that. And he sent me like a list of the songs that were recorded with it. Oh, so like, he he has recall of which which. Oh what, yeah, yeah. What he he, he knows like the history of it. And What's the biggest hit that was played on on that kit? Hit. I mean, I'd, I'd have to look back in my phone and, and okay. see which which songs. Okay. But um. That's pretty killer, dude. But yeah, it's it's pretty rad. And check this out. Checking. So one of the drums was missing a hoop. There's only one fucking hoop. Okay. And I was searching. Long story short, I found the hoop. That's yeah. really good radio right there. You really took us on a journey. That was my, my, wonderful. My story, my story is end up going on so long, but yeah, I, I was searching. There's no searching, limit searching, on how long searching. we can go here. You can tell the story. So. Hey, there's a problem. For, I solved it. Next question. <laughs> no, so uh, the, the hoop, it got separated from, from the kit. And I was looking reverb. Wrap it up, Mike. Come on. Wrap it up. And then I found it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I found. I actually found a sold <coughs> listing. So I contacted. I think I was on Reverb. I got a hold of the store, and the guy went through their history of their sold items. They contacted the guy. A couple months later, I think he finally responded. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I was gonna drill holes into oh, it. Oh god, but you can have it for what I bought it for." Plus shipping. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So, yeah, I, I got it. So, so um, Jody. Um, and <laughs> I got the road cases. But wait. Hey, wait. There's more. Not quite and done. And so one of the road cases is a green road case. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've seen them because they still have... I've seen their yeah. uh, wardrobe cases. Yeah. I'm sure they got them made at that same time. And <laughs> when I was looking for road cases, if you Google like, I don't know if I just Googled like drum case or whatever, like flight case. If you go, it pops up. The R&R &R case people have that exact case. Specific that actual case as the picture reference on there. On the Look website. at that! Dreams do come true. Let's give an applause to Mike. So. Fuck yeah, dude! Pretty cool. I'm gonna ask Jody a question, then I want you to answer the same question. I know. I'm afraid. Well, what is your how, what is your take on the store so far? What are your what are your impressions of the store? Because you've you have what seven years with Jane's now? Eight, seven or eight years? Uh, yeah, we. I think we figured out the other night. I started in 2015 with Jane's. Uh -huh. so, yeah, seven years. How does this one feel? A reminder: Jody does wardrobe on the tour and some hospitality stuff, and you pick up Mostly. pick up slack where where it needs to be picked up. You kind of do all things, yeah. and uh, you take care of us. You're on the bus with us. Mm -hmm. You you. You took it upon yourself when we get to the hotels. Jody runs in and grabs all the room keys, so it's not a big rush of elephants running in to like get their key. You go in real calm, like retrieve them, bring them to us one by one. Um, what is your impression of this tour, Ben, compared to other Jane's tours? How is it for you? How does it compare? Um, that's actually a good one because for Jane's, I've done production coordinating for years, and then also hospitality, dressing rooms, and wardrobe. <laughs> On this one, the job was split because it's a big enough tour where there is we have a separate production coordinator, um, but she's new to us, mm -hmm. as you know. So yeah. there is a lot of the stuff that I absorbed from that. But this tour specifically, in comparison to other tours since I started with you, is the first time we're not headlining. Oh yeah. So other than festivals yeah. that I've done with you guys, where we're not headlining, which sometimes we are, sometimes we aren't. Uh, as this far is as a, a co-headlining tour. 
the billing says guest. <laughs> I know. Guest I'm just kidding. Sorry. And this year was supposed to be a co-headline. It's like, and everyone yeah. knows co-headline still means like someone's yeah. opening, someone's closing. Right. Yeah. So we're not the closers yeah. every night. So which I would argue is the best spot. I think. I think, I think going on before ideal. the closer or like. Being the middle band is kind of the best spot. I'm curious what you guys think because I feel like no one's going to leave for you because they want to see the headliner. And so they're going to be there for your whole set. And then for us, we're done so early. I was going to say it's, as far as how my my gig goes on this one, it was a a little busier to get going. Um, Now that we have a rhythm, it's really good. It's nice. I think our camp has the most cohesive, like, oh my God, work ethic. We're yeah. all very similar. We're all veterans of this business. We've been doing it long enough where we came in, we were told the parameters we had to work in and we made it happen, even though some of them are a little busier or different than usual. Like our loadout time is, we have a very small one down to like two hours. Yeah. My, my, From like 18. Mike. I, okay, I'll be, let's be honest for a second. Hold your thought for a second. Okay. Holding. I was very concerned <laughs> about, <laughs> about our loadout because we, we were told we have, we have to be, have everything, all the backline, which is all the gear, all the wardrobe and all of our production stuff and all, all the sound, every, all of our stuff has to be packed away in trucks pulling away within an hour of the show being over with. And which is insane. For usually my like Mike, Mike <laughs> has taken upwards of 30 to 45 minutes sometimes just to get the drums put away. So I was a little bit like, hmm, I wonder how this is going to work. But you have been kicking ass, dude. You really got it going. But what, and the We're reason, proud of you. The, but the reason that's happening that way is because Mike put in, no one works harder on the tour than Mike does. Or that's no, a fact. No one's Nobody doing more. Like all day long. Detail. Yes. And, and the reason cares the more. No one cares more than the Mike details does. than Mike. And the reason why you're out is going so much faster is because you put so much work in in rehearsals to get your job ready and you planned for this. So kudos to you, Mr. Michael. I'm pretty sure Dan spent a lot of time teasing you about that time you were putting in in rehearsals the last time we were. I, I on tease your all podcast. the time, but honestly, I, I'm blown away by his work ethic. It, it's it's it's, it's amazing. Something it's I've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. So and good the, for you. It's, it might be a little unhealthy as well, but it is impressive. <laughs> There's a lot of ADHD things that have been popping up on Instagram lately. Yeah. And I'm realizing the I universe. also have that. The universe <laughs> is trying to tell you something. Um, it's so true. It's you true. were saying. Well, yeah. I mean, on that same token, like just trying to get things done, especially in my world in that short a period of time means I have to have the band completely out of their stage clothes and everything in their dressing rooms packed up in less than 30 minutes in order to get it to the trucks before you close them up. And oh, and that's uh, probably my least favorite thing is having to rush a band member like I need you to get in the shower now, especially when they have you feel like a mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of like babysitter vibe. Because when we're, when we're closing, like, everyone's on our time. You know right. what I mean? So, like, if they want to stick around for two hours, they kind of, it's annoying, right. but they can do it. Yeah. Here, we don't have that luxury of, like. No. Um, and also, for you, uh, your first seven years was dealing with the same four guys. And now you have two, two new guys and involved. It's, and it's very different. Yeah, the aspect of how things go in the dressing room is very different with these band members. But luckily, they're amazing. They're Do all amazing. Have, I mean, I, I could not be more grateful for the people that we have to work with and take care of because they're all so grateful. And actually was just having this conversation with um, Etty Farrell last night uh-huh. was 
there's bands you work for because it's your job and you're out there to collect a paycheck and do the best job yep. you can. And then there's bands you work for where you're even willing sometimes to take a slightly lower pay rate because they're amazing people to work with. They show the gratitude. We were joking that I was like a hurricane, but I always describe working for Jane's as like a hurricane of rainbows. Where that's adorable. Where like things that, can be. By the be way, that's chaotic. the name of the episode. By the way, hurricane, hurricane of, rainbows of rainbows is what we're calling this one. That's well, great. because most touring of any kind, no matter who you're working with, can be a hurricane at some point. Like there's chaos that happens, but working with these guys, it's like you're just dealing with the most grateful people, no matter what. So they're always thanking you at the end of the night. They know that what we they understand what we do which helps in return because they know what we're going through and right. they appreciate it which right. makes you just want to work for them more you're like i'll jump through extra hoops for you because just being recognized and getting a thank you at the end of the day makes a world of difference that thank yous go so far so far and or even just like feeling a little bit appreciated can exactly. make you can make us go above and beyond for anyone that we're yeah. for Thank you all the time. You guys have a great relationship. I mean, yeah. and, and it, 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 I feel like it's also, it's outside of work. I feel like you guys are actually friends. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, I mean, I, I worked. Actually, I feel bad if he, he said to call him, and then I got in the shower, and then I came here. I forgot to call You'll get to it. You'll get to it. Um, but I've worked for Navarro for 15 years now, and he's a friend. And if it, if you can get a, a good working relationship with a friend, it doesn't get much better than that. It can also, it can go sour, but so far, not for you, not for me, no, no, but no. It, it can go bad. Um, what else I want to ask you guys? I have a bunch of things. Um, Mike, you do another thing that is very, very strange uh, for people that are on tour, but it's also amazing. Every night. I don't get it. Why wouldn't listen, you? Listen, listen. This, this is so, <clears throat> this is also going to surprise people. I feel like most of the audience is going to be on your side with this, mm -hmm. but people in the industry think there's something seriously wrong with you. Um, <laughs> so after James is done, <clears throat> oh, my voice is so weird. We, we rush to get packed up and no one, and now I know why. Why do you think it's so that's fast? That's why you're dude. so fast. I just put it together. <laughs> so when we're done, Mike goes and watches the entire Smashing Pumpkins set. Every night, I made it out to the first song the other night. I think that's the second time. Yeah, we've been we've been going pretty quick lately. I've done it a couple times. So Mike watches the whole set, and I know at home you're thinking, "Yeah, of course." But when you do do this for a living, for most of us, the last thing you want to do after a show is watch or listen to any more music. But you take so much joy in watching them play every mm -hmm. night. But the weird thing for me is that they're playing the same set. So what, but they, and they sound, because I've watched a few, I watch a little bit every night, not every night, no, that's not true. I've watched, how many shows have we done? You know, you keep track. Twenty. I'd have to look at my, oh, oh I'd have to, I'd, I'd actually have to look at my phone. I think we're at 22 of 32 or something like that. All right. I, 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 I've probably watched seven or eight shows, parts of seven or eight pumpkin shows. And I don't feel like they're any different. They're all great. I guess they're all good. What makes you want to go back and watch every night if it's the same set? So, first show was one thing. I get that. Next show, it was different. They changed it up. You do have a way with a story. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I don't, I don't want to give anything away though, too, because it's like it's in the past. You can give it away. It's in the past. It, it isn't the same every night. They they have they have their their basic thing, but depending on if you know if if they're taking longer or if they're quicker or whatever, they might add a song or they might take okay. out a song. They've actually when we were not able to come, they True. added songs. Yep. And then when we came back, I was like, hey, they're still playing one of those songs. Okay. okay. And then there's other songs that they didn't play. But I've always said, like, if you like a band and they're playing, don't be like, oh, I'll catch the next time because you might not catch it. And on this tour, it was like, okay, we're going, we're going, we're going. It's like, good thing I watched those shows because then we missed five shows. Right. And if that turned into no shows. Right. Then you miss it. I mean, and also, like. Tragedy can also happen. You never know what could happen. Yeah. So, you, what? Yeah, I don't want to say. That's sad, Dan. But it's it's true though. I mean, I just I found out this morning that a friend of mine passed away, and I would have thought for sure I'd see her again. But you never know what could happen. So something could happen on the tour where somebody yeah, you, you can't. That. Oh, it's fine. Um, um, but you never know when you might not be able to see a band again. So I wish I had that joy and love for live music that you still have. But I, it's so far dead for me. <laughs> that being said, by, I have. By the way, yeah, I I saw a post about your friend, mm-hmm. and then I saw your post. I don't know if you know, but she's the one that did the 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 scarecrows. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lainey, Lainey Chantal, who is uh, she's been in and out of my life for the last, uh, I guess, seven or eight years. Um, passed away on Halloween, and it's very very sad. From all things that we've gathered, it was an accidental overdose, and uh, people just, you can't fuck around with stuff anymore. You don't know what's in there. Um, Just smoke weed, and only smoke your own weed. Uh, It's weird. Yeah, it's sad. But she had a piece in the Smashing Pumpkins um, tour design. There's, There's these scarecrows that come out on stage, and she hand sculpted those those masks. She's done masks for Slipknot, and Marilyn Manson, she's done... She was an incredible special effects person. So, yeah, it's sad. So, rest in peace. Um, <clears throat> now what? Sorry for us. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it happens. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you never know what could happen. Um, let's talk about for a second the vibe of our bus. Out oh, the best bus. The best bus is what you named it. Even if you don't get to see them again or if it is the exact same show, it's fucking awesome. True. I, there I, you go. I, like... I, Listen, Besides all that, it's I, fucking awesome. No part of me is shitting on the pumpkins because they, they sound amazing. I'm a fan of the band. They were the first band I ever saw live. So it's even for me, it's surreal to be on tour with the first band I ever saw live. But I feel like I've watched a couple shows and like, okay, I get it. And now like if I have, if I have guests in the, in the audience, I'll go watch a couple songs with them and I get my fill. But um, yeah, I'm just, I, I, what you do in this world is so strange. But you're you're living the dream of everyone who is listening or watching this. You're seeing your favorite bands for free every night for weeks and weeks on end. I'm bummed there's like a couple weeks. Hopefully there'll be more. You're sad it's ending. Hopefully there'll be more. So listen, how about this? Let's say that when this is over, Pumpkins want to hire you full time. Do you go? Well, it depends what my schedule is. Well, is that him? What? (laughs) (laughs) It's Jimmy and Perkins. I have to go. Um, Let's talk about our bus for a minute. The best Um, bus. 
I think we, we've been fortunate to have, you can put that, don't disturb anytime you want, if you want to. No, no, no. You don't want to keep it vibrating? I believe that was more of a <laughs> no, suggestion. It's fine, it's fine. It's kind of fun. Um, I think we've all had some pretty good tour buses. This, this, or tour, you know, we have two crew buses and we have 10 people on ours. And without question, we have the better, the better lineup. The best bus. The best bus. Was that you You named it? I forget. If, I don't know who said it first. I thought it was you. It, yeah, I thought it was you. I mean, maybe. I'm not going to take the credit because I'm not 100% sure, but somebody said it in our group chat, and yeah. I just kept going with it because it really feels like we have the best bus. Everybody is on the same wavelength, yeah. more or less. Like, there's no... Usually, there's one, like, total dick that you're like, Ugh, and you just avoid there's on usually the usually one. There's always there's one. There's always one. This yep. one does We don't really have one. There's I mean, not we have one. one green bubble, which uh, disrupts the, the explain, group chat. Explain what that is. <laughs> well, like, in a group chat, <sighs> so and angry. almost everybody who tours typically are Apple people. And adults and not an endorsement by any means, but we just like our things to sync because what we do for a living, it's nice when everything's synced up because sometimes you're mobile, sometimes you're on a computer, sometimes you're wherever. And so most people have iPhones and there's one, 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 and it makes our group chat turn green from blue to green. And then you can't do things like name the group chat or like comments and stuff. Or see a fucking video that someone sends. Or share a video. A video comes through the size of a grain of fucking rice and you can't watch it. And then if you, if someone sends an image and I want to love it, it tells everyone, Dan Cleary loved an image rather than just seeing the goddamn heart on it. This is no way to live. It really is. Speaking Um, of, I have somebody messaging me for the show tomorrow that I actually have to answer. You do? (laughs) Yeah. Go for it. It's for work. Go for it. Go for it. I got got one that I got to answer. I'm going to talk by myself. Oh, you're actually leaving, Jody? No, I'm just going to get my phone. Okay. Um, Yeah, come back and sit. You can can text while you you sit. Um, Oh, by the way, do you need a pillow? It's work. You have an issue on the I bus. Like the color of the pillow. So Jody has an issue on the bus. She has her own personal pillow that she puts behind her back because if she doesn't, her fucking feet dangle, <laughs> dangle like this over the bench, and it's hilarious. By the way, do you know this is the first podcast I've ever done in socks wow. in my life? So, first of all, here's the thing: our bus is built differently than most buses. I don't care about your socks. What I care about is your, are, is though. you revealing that I need a booster seat on a bus. You're little, dude. <laughs> it's, I have Itty bitty. short legs. I'm pretty average for a woman. I'm 5'5". Five five. I'm, I'm not sure, like but you're little, tiny but by you're, any means. But nobody likes their feet dang. Her feet don't touch the floor when they she's don't. sitting on the couch they on the don't. bus. But like this is a fairly standard couch and I fit. That couch on the bus is a little It doesn't feel so deeper. To, it doesn't feel deeper I, to me. I have a booster seat behind me, and then I can touch the Mike floor so like a proper adult. No, because I was... I, I actually noticed that your feet were dangling, and I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? But it's funny, because you're right. Your, your feet are on the ground, and it's not... Like here, they're it, firmly it planted like right now. It's like it's a shallow couch on, or a deep couch on the bus. Is it higher, maybe? It's probably oh, a little deeper higher. and higher. I, it's the You're making excuses. It's a little bit that and a little bit that, so it equals that. The math. That's proper. That was, that was very scientific. Either little way. A little bit of that equals that. But it's so. a cute stuffed animal, so it adds aesthetic to our bus, which I've gotten some deco and stuff, so it's quite nice and... Do you and want to then, talk about, so I missed the first few shows. Do you want to talk about how you guys destroyed the bus when I wasn't there? 
I want to just keep myself in the clear for the lawsuit, but I want you guys to talk about what you did. We didn't destroy it. Um, we enhanced the um, holiday spirit. What happened? Agree or disagree? By the way, I think it looks amazing now. We have it's like tattoos. It is the widest bus I have ever seen. It looks like you're in, and that's uh, actually not a racist comment. No, no, no. I mean, truly, the color <laughs> white. Um, are the people on the bus are also just the whitest people I've ever seen? Oh, that's true. You know, my my nickname with with Eagles was White Mike. Ooh, that's rough. I never totally understood it. I didn't know. Did like they have a, did they have a darker mic that worked there before? No, I think it was a Canadian thing. Great White North. Okay. Great White Mike is even better though. I would call you Great White Mike. But White Mike sounds really like <laughs> fucking not good. <laughs> That's kind of what I always thought. You know what? Guess what? We're bringing it back. <laughs> I think it should be Great White Mike though. Great White Mike is good. Yeah. Um like but our bus Great White Buffalo. <laughs> our bus is <laughs> the walls, the floor, the cabinets the bench the couches couches everything is bright white the outside like, is bright white yeah um like like they got the, all, all like the the trim and all the accents like the cutoffs for making the other buses and they made full buses yeah <laughs> kind of and it's like uh if you ever watched 2001 space odyssey it looks like yeah the, that movie yeah. or it's it, like white out white it looks like, like <laughs> we are it looks like we are riding inside of a stormtrooper from star wars Good. That's I, I accept that analogy. Cheers. Cheers. Good one. Um, so what did you guys do that ruined the bus again? We didn't do anything. You defaced it. What'd you do? We enhanced its holiday spirit. It's time to be honest. It's time to take responsibility for what you've done. Please, please let people okay, know. Okay, the full did. story. Yeah. I went out to Target on a day off and I was buying some essential things that we needed and <laughs> I got some holiday spirit stuff. I got a couple little decoration things and some window clings, like those little gummy, how, I don't know how to describe them, vinyl This is where it gets clings. destructive. And I brought them onto the bus and <clears> I <throat> said, I got some decorations and I got some twinkle lights and a few other things. And the guys collective started sticking them to things. You, did you put any up? I put a couple, but not on the ones that, Okay, so some of them left a stain. Not a stain. Like Mike said, they're fucking tattooed <laughs> on the wall. So it's these like... I haven't uh, even seen it. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I'm just kind of going along with It's it. like a gel pumpkin and a gel ghost and a gel... What else is on there? They're, they're window Bananas. planes. They're the little... Yeah, but they're like... It's a moon. It's not a banana. It's oh, a it's, moon. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, my God. I, I just... I've been wondering, what does a banana have to do with Halloween? It's a fucking moon. It's a crescent moon. It's a fucking moon. What's with the moon and the moldy bread? It's a skull and a moon. <laughs> so stupid. You are. You really are. Dude, those we are, even have it, those one classic of them. Halloween bananas everyone loves. <laughs> Boo, we Nana. We have it set up. Boo, like Nana. One of the wooden panels, oh, we have it set yeah. up with the, with the moon and stars and some bats and then a pumpkin at the bottom. Yeah, but I, the moon's, it's always been like this. So no, I thought it's it was only like fucking, that on the one on the bathroom side. Oh, God. Anyway, so they put up all these like gel sticky clings, as you call them, but when you take them off, all the color has been like left in the pleather yeah, or whatever the plastic from the, the window cling. Yeah. 
it, into it's a temporary tattoo, and you put it on, you take it off, and it's still there. But it ain't so temporary. This one yeah, we've well, tried. The problem is, is that our bus interior is made of that PU leather. It's like fake leather. It's like PU leather. It's like polyurethane. But pleather, leather. Man, fake leather. It's pleather. fake leather. Yeah. yeah, and so the window clings were like two dollars. So they're cheap window clings. And they're fine on the wood, but on this shitty fake leather that's really ugly anyway. I'm willing to bet the repairs are going to cost more it. than $2. Yeah, probably. You guys are going to have your all your but torpe wiped out. But we discovered that the white ghosts actually... Pulls it out? Is that true? back. And so we've been putting the white ghosts all over the stains, and it's been pulling the color back out. Do we have any pictures of this? Uh, of these? I want to I, I insert them into the uh No, but I'm volume. sure we could... Walk to the bus, which is around the corner. And we'll have to do some. that. Um, but again, for the record, I was not there for any of this destructive graffiti behavior. This It was innocent holiday decorating. Innocent acts get people killed all the time. We're still the best bus, and that's what matters. Oh, hands down, best bus. Did you tell so, them about what we did per your request on the second week of tour? Oh, I don't... We haven't talked about it on the show yet. Tour? I don't know what it was, but... Was it in rehearsals that I mentioned it? It was rehearsals <clears> because you made me bring it with me. I, I said that at some point, this is, this is also before we knew I how. I don't know if I know what we're talking about. Yeah, you about. do. This is before we knew what kind of crew we were going to have. But I said, Jody, we got to have a spa night. We got to have a spa oh, night yeah. one of these nights where we all, we do masks and we just get beautified and just. But I don't you had know. a special request. Well, I demand a peel off mask. Yes. I That's had to what I need. Order that. It's best for my pores. It's best for my complexion. I've done enough over the years to know that the mud ain't doing shit for this. I need to peel off to pull those blackheads right out of my face. And we didn't. We only knew us three and Dave that were going to be on our bus at that time. Oh, and Dustin. Yep. Yeah. So we only knew half the bus. We didn't know how the other guys were going to be, what their demeanor was. They may. They may have thought like. It was like, hey, man, that's gay or something. Who knows what they would have thought? But yeah. everyone was very down with it. they're from the 90s, and they still right. call everything still gay. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Master gay. Everyone knows it. But we had, we had a spa night, and, man, did we laugh. You, was I the first one to go? Yeah. I went first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You applied my mask. And we had we had various masks to choose from. I brought did. three or four different kinds. We did. You and I wore the same one. We set a tone. They, we put on twinkle lights and Dustin put candles on the TV. Yeah, we air, airplayed, <laughs> went to music. YouTube and played candles. Yeah. It was like a full-on spa going 90 miles an hour down the highway. <laughs> and uh, only one person had a mishap. And when Jody was putting the mask on uh, our system stack, the audio tech, Owen, she did drop a plop on his teeth. <laughs> she dropped it right into his mouth. And he's, he's this beautiful little Irish man. And when and he's like, oh, oh, it's a, I lost my teeth, and it's just like going right across. So and he has long. he has like nice teeth, and we got we got it off of there pretty quick, but it stained. <laughs> it didn't come off at all. Wild, yeah. I think his teeth might be that fake pleather <laughs> because it just kept that color no problem. Oh, you, were you there when she dropped it in his mouth? I don't know. I, I didn't catch and, that. And she's, Stop saying it like that. It sounds so rude. Well, you did. But, but <laughs> you're, just, you're just like, oh, oh, oh. There's and, a and little that point, too much on the spatula, and it just, it just drizzled. It wasn't like I dropped a big plop in his mouth. We also had all, we started pre-spa night. I, there was some wine. There was some edibles. We definitely had one, yeah. And I started applying your mask 
And you were stoned as hell. No, no. It it started when I was a little stoned. And I stopped when I got real stoned when I forgot what I was doing. Somebody else had to finish it. Yeah. We had to hand it over, Mike. Did you see that? Well, Mike walked on because we were doing this during pumpkins. pumpkins, And then I came and you guys had already started. And he was like, what is going on in here? You looked like a a wrestler. You looked like the ultimate warrior. I love that. And then I think it was Dustin had one. It was like like, like the more like a paper one. He looked like like, like, like gold dust or something. He looked like a Fabergé egg. He had had a sheet mask. He opted for not the peel off, but he wanted a sheet mask and it was gold leopard he looked no, patterned. he looked like a luchador he did he yeah very much he like really a luchador um, it was lovely and, and you had the we didn't have cucumbers though but what did i use so dan had birthday cake oreos you goddamn right there's a photo of that goddamn right and uh it's an applause sound don't worry about it just pretend like you can hear it just laugh along <laughs> great I didn't, there's nothing going on. Um, so, <laughs> most, best, best. it feels like each night is spent, people unwind, have some laughs, talk a very little bit about the show, but not much, and yeah. then a lot of beavers and butthead. You're, you're, are you over it? Are you over it, Mike? I don't watch it as much as you guys. I really liked the, the Mike Judge. Uh, Tales from the tour bus. The one on, I forget if it was on George Clinton or if it was on Parliament, but... It was kind of the same, both. But yeah, that was that was awesome. Yep. That was really good. We pretty much only watch Mike Judge-related things on the bus. Um, yeah, he really should send us stuff. Then as we, much as we consume <laughs> his media and on really, our bus. And really, there's only like nine or ten new Beavis and Butthead episodes, and we just keep watching the same ones over and oh, over yeah. and over it's again. It's like on repeat, but everybody's so stoned on... <laughs> on cannabis gummies that I don't think anybody it's realizes every time. It's, it's the same one that we watched. It's the new day every time. It's so yeah. good. And last night we were watching uh, Eastbound and Down again. That was good. Which is also great. Mix it up a little bit. Um, have you? Is this the best bus you guys have been on, or have you, have you been on equally good buses? I think this is probably top two or three yeah. for me for sure. I mean, coolest tour. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I think bus as far as buses go, this is the one that I feel like the people on it are the most cohesive with how I am, so it feels the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. I've been on different ones, you know, like through my touring career that like I've been on the party buses in my twenties and that was kind of fun. But ours like is so chill. Ours is so chill and it's exactly where I want to be. This There's no age badness and like where we are in our touring careers. Like yep. it's so perfect and we all get along. Like there's nobody really on the bus that we're like, screw that guy. That's great. And the other night, I mean, we, we accomplished something. Oh dear Lord. That I'm just so proud of. Oh. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of the seven others. So there was one night we fit six people in our very small bathroom. And we were like, cause, every, cause everyone else was asleep. The other four people were asleep. And in my mind, I was like, we got to try for 10. We have to try for it. And then was it the next night we attempted yep. 10? The very next so night. the next night we got all 10 of us and we got some tall motherfuckers in there. Oh yeah. And we, some big guys. Yeah. 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 So and we I got some broad the shoulders. Comments, I forget who it said, but it said Dustin counts as two. Oh yeah. That's pretty good. I think that was a uh, Brendan Buckley. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Another great drummer from from Kind Heaven and Morrissey. Yeah, probably. How tall is guy. How tall is Dustin? Probably like six, six three. Six is three, he, six four. Six four. Maybe. Six five. Maybe. Like, he's a tall fella. We get, we got a couple of just big dudes, and we we got we all ten of us in there. But we That's also have a couple. Like Mike is Mike's very thin, and our new guitar tech Lawrence is a tiny little guy, and he was like basically. He's like. I, I feel like he, I feel like he was brother. sitting inside of the toilet water tank, and just his nose <laughs> was popping out, <laughs> like a little like a gnome kind of guy. Yeah. But he fit perfectly. There's a video on Jody's Instagram. It's on my Instagram. You can see us accomplishing this. And of all the hard work we've put in, of all the great shows we've had, all the the memories we brought thousands and thousands of people in the audience, this is by far the greatest thing that we've done on the tour. Would you agree? Yet. Yet. Are we going to put more in the bathroom? Or we got to see how many we can fit in a bunk. Because we, we got some small bunks, and I've been told by... Um, another touring friend that they got six people in a bunk before in a normal bunk. These are not normal bunks. I don't think we can get three in one of these. Yeah. Uh-uh. Cause yeah. you can't turn sideways in it. No, you can't. Six. Six. Ew. <laughs> oh, Mike's also a germaphobe. So six people in a bunk for him is probably his worst nightmare. I think I thought it's one thing standing up, but yeah. like the pressure that tight in a bunk is. I would get, I'd have to be the last you'd, have to, you'd have to stack them like uh, cookies, where it'd be like someone's back is up against the wall, and then it's all you have to all be laying kind of on a shoulder. And it have to be all small people. Like like same like everybody's heads on the same side and everybody's feet are like reverse, like sixty nine kind of style. That I mean, I think that's how you would fit best, but I wouldn't do it. I would have to be the last one, and there's no way. We could get. You two, Lawrence, Dave, our, our monitor guy, we can get the four maybe of you in Owen. a bunk. Owen. Because he's a smaller guy. We can get five of you in there. And then maybe Shane would be like the last one <sighs> if we were trying for six. Yeah. We're going to have to try that out and film that. Sorry, no. Mike. I Only way I'm in is if I'm the last person. Mike's going to want to be the last person too, so maybe you guys can so flip So maybe we watch. <laughs> like perverts? <laughs> We can both I'll hold the camera. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to try some more things. I love this bus. Um, having a good time. Um, I had a couple more questions written down for you. Oh. We are, wait, we're four weeks in, five weeks in? Uh, we left, five. We left September 28th. We're so. home in less than three weeks. So I guess we're in our f- we're in our fifth week. I think there's 11 shows left. 11 we're, shows we're left. On day th- well, last night, so this is day 37 of 53. And we just did show 21 of 32. Jody, can you tell actual show or show on well, the on the schedule? Yeah. What would have been? Jody, can you tell the audience um, what you experienced last night when you got into your bunk? <sighs> Seriously. We talked about it a bit on the last podcast, and this person comes up a lot. That's where the demogorgon. Yeah, I talked to him today. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, of course I did. I tell him every time. Uh huh. So what happened? Well, it started with the bathroom. Okay, what happened? So most people go to the bathroom before they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Most people in their 40s do. <laughs> and uh, I lifted the lid of the... On the bus. Toilet, but yeah, on the bus. And on the seat that I, as a woman on a bus, rolling 90 miles an hour down the freeway, need to sit on, there's a <laughs> picture taped to the... Toilet seat of our friend Steve's penis. <laughs> Steve Truitt's Demogorgon penis. The the sliced in half picture that has been haunting Jody 
since I've known for her. For seven years. And I think I mentioned one of my favorite things in life is finding new ways to show it to you. Because you refuse to open any pictures I, I text to you. It's true, I don't. So I have to <clears throat> I have to get creative in the ways to get you to see it. I think it came up on the screen when I... Say it again? I think it came up on the screen oh, when Oh yeah, I, we're on the bus watching TV and I airdropped it to the screen when your head was down. I said, Jody, look at that. And you looked up and it was on the television on the bus. Yeah, That yeah. was one of my more creative ones. Yeah, sure. And then, so you saw the one on the toilet seat, which funny enough, I did not do. I don't believe, there's, who else, who did that then? You're going to have to do some investigative work, but it was not me. You know it wasn't me, right, Mike? You, do you know who it was? If you do, don't tell her. Promise, let her figure it out. But it was... You it's got to be someone who's in on I the... I know it wasn't Dan because I saw a high five. Microphone, I know it wasn't Dan because there was a high five when you guys, when you like went to your bunk. Oh, no, the bunk one I did. No, no, no. Oh, like yeah, yeah. After that, yeah, you yeah, walked oh, yeah, away yeah. and there was a high five. I was like, okay. Yeah. So is it Dave Brown? I don't know. I don't know who that is. It's got to be somebody who's in on this gag. Maybe. Maybe. So after and you, du- after you I find mean, the one... it could be Dustin, but he's just too kind. Oh, he's not as kind as you think he I is. Know. That guy, he has some funny you. ideas. So when you go to your bunk, okay, so the one on the toilet. Microphone. Microphone. Do like the face mask again, but like get like custom ones printed and just has that on his face. The dick face? That's a really good idea. Can you do custom ones? So the one on the toilet like seat. It's moist or something, like it, it starts <laughs> oh, coming. Gross. No, no, it changes color and then you know it's time to take it off. It gets purpler. <laughs> um, but it's just there the whole time. So the one on the toilet seat was at the size of a stamp almost. Yeah, a little, it was bigger, a little bigger a little than bigger. that. So, and I couldn't sit on it. I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, because you came out and said someone has to remove this. And I was like, well, you have to either sit because on the it's, seat. It's really difficult going down. Microphone. Imagine it did what the sticky things did to the... <laughs> if it stayed in the toilet seat? Oh, no. If it so, leached onto my butt. I feel like, he, like you're sitting on his penis in a way if, you, if it's on the toilet seat. Exactly. So I and couldn't then, do it. And then I lifted he, the toilet seat and I hovered, hovered. over it with no toilet because seat. Because... And I almost fell and peed on myself. You also wouldn't take it off with your hands because you're, then you're still touching I it. I didn't want to touch it. But, it's weird. And here's the thing. And this is what Truett and I were talking about earlier. It's because I know him and he's a friend. So it's like, I don't want to see, I don't ask my friends to see all their penises. I've never seen either of your penises, no, right? No. no. Because you no, don't you go never around will. asking to look at friends' penises. So but why we do have I nothing have special looking? to show. His but is special. why do I have to keep looking at my friend's penis? It's weird. I, and he, he thinks it should be less weird because we're he friends. He loves it. I think it's more weird because we're friends. He loves it. He also. I have to see him. I have to face to face see him. So when you went to bed, what happened? Like, in your so, bunk. Yeah. So our bunks are very small. So I jump in and I roll over to go to sleep because you basically have to sleep either f- face in your pillow or face looking at the ceiling. There's no really other option in a bunk. And there was a big inflated <laughs> picture of his penis taped to the ceiling in my bunk. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. In front of my face. Fucking hell yeah, yeah it was. Like, and like, that was the bigger, the bigger printout. Yeah, but, but that one you touched—that one you touched. I touched the tape because you over-taped it, so I didn't have to touch the penis. Oh, to good pull to know. Off. Good to know. So I got to get a little bit tighter God with the tape. <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, and then you came out and you smashed it onto my chest, and taped it onto my chest. Yeah, and yeah. then and then I kicked you. 
Oh, no, you kicked me because then I came to the bunks and I scared you because you were trying to go to sleep and I grabbed your shoulder and then you kicked me like a hundred times. What, Mike? I, I think I was in my bunk at that point. And Probably. I, and I heard, no, it would have been louder if I was in my bunk. No, I no, I was, try, I, was, I was like, ow, ow, ow. I was trying yeah. to be quiet. But and then like, the light kept going on. <laughs> she kept kicking me into the lights. So I turned the lights on when everyone's trying to sleep. And then it pulled out my curtain down. And as I'm being kicked, I'm le- turning around trying to shut them off. And then I come back around. You kick me back into the lights again. Because <laughs> like I fucking hate you. And they just can't stop it once the aggression starts. My arm still hurts today. I don't think I've ever been kicked. You kicked me 50 times. <laughs> probably. I don't know, but it ripped like half my curtain off my bunk. Yeah, it fucking you but wait, What did it. you tell me the other day about getting hit? Oh, I said that uh, I was thinking about this because you punched me the other day. Uh, I didn't ask for it. You just did it out of nowhere. No. So you punched Everybody me and I had this me. realization <clears throat> that nobody in my life has punched me more than you have. Nobody. <laughs> Not my, not, I feel like that's an, not I, that's siblings, an accomplishment that I will gladly accept. Not my stepfather. <laughs> like nobody, you've hit me more than anyone. Um, but but uh, for the cool. record, so that not all of your listeners think I'm such an asshole, you deserved every single one. I'm not going to deny that. Although sometimes your reactions are very fierce, but also like I am messing with the bull, mess with the bull, you get the horns and you're the bull. There you go. Um, okay with that. So it is what it is. Um, Mike, but, have you ever punched Dan? No. We, we get along really good. Not even once? Microphone. No. no. Have you ever wanted to? No. What? I don't want to punch anybody because then I'm just going to get it back. Have I ever bothered you? Have I ever made you upset? I think so. Really? Yeah. I don't want to make you upset. What, what? I just hate when people put their shit on my cases because then I can't do anything. What? What, if, what I put in your case? Just like a, like no, a drink? No, like it's not necessarily you. Like the shit comes riding in. Or like like the other day, the all the local guys, it's like I, I always get my cases lined up so that they're ready like to go. I don't do anything like that isn't purposely done. And it's like a fucking banquet table. Everybody comes and sits and eats their lunch and all this. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. And then I come back and there's fucking food all over the cases. It's like, no, no, not you. Okay. Not, not you. Yeah, I wouldn't do I'm that. just saying I, I get I get frustrated when we load in and everybody's like doing their shit. Yeah. And then I'm like, I got to take shit off of all my cases before I can even start. That is that is one of the downfalls of having the biggest cases I know, on the tour. I fucking hate it. I is was it, I've been thinking in my head because I've been talking to you. I want to get a work box. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if I can make them like slanted. Like you saw, what a prick! And put like fucking like screws and spikes and stuff on them. But then it's like not that you know you're those gonna things. Get hurt, those things outside of enough. outside of businesses where to keep pigeons off, they have like those spike oh, strips. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want those on your cases? Yeah, that's fucking dark, dude. Or if he just didn't <laughs> study. But, it, it, but it's it's not like like fuck off, don't touch my stuff. It's I can't do my shit because you're. On the other side of the room, and you left your fucking food here. Yeah. Or I got to lift somebody else's stuff, and then you're going to be like, where's my shit? That is usually something that local crew, like in each city, the locals make themselves very comfortable sitting on our shit and eating yeah. off of our cases. It is a little they crazy. They do it to mine, too. I'm a local guy, and I never did that shit. You're considerate. Fucking never did that. You're considerate. If, a lot local, of people if local stagehands or anybody who works at a venue are listening to that, that is like our least favorite thing that they do setting a drink even a bottle of water because we have to go in and out of those cases they do it to the wardrobe cases constantly 
So I feel your pain. We appreciate your help. Them studded. (laughs) Case over and break somebody's foot. Oh yeah, yeah. Some some locals. I mean, they're. Let's be real. A lot of them are not professionals. It's like part time work, or someone calls them in to help. They're just. I'm not saying they're just, but they're there. They're just strength to move cases around, and usually they're wonderful. Sometimes they're not, and when they're not, boy, are they frustrating. So if you are a local stagehand, just be a little considerate yeah, of where you of where you leave your trash or your garbage, and also when you're pushing cases, just look for people's ankles. That's all we're really asking. <laughs> Dustin said somebody hit him twice the other day. Dustin gets Dustin tends to get hit a lot, and uh, he doesn't take it very well. He doesn't take it very well. What? How do you hit Dustin? He's like six four. I don't know. Ankles. Ankles. He does have ankles. He's, he was probably over here, but his foot was back. That's true. He was one because he, he was he was one step ahead, which is like nineteen feet. He was like, <laughs> but his, his back foot was behind him. Um, yeah. So um, I apologize if I sound like an ass, but yeah, like especially food. Fuck off. Yeah, you heard it from Mike. Fuck off. Um, and Jody, the pranks have are not over. You there's all there's already some you haven't discovered. Oh Jesus! And there's so many more to come. So many why, more to come. Though? Like, why? Can we just pass this on to somebody else at some point? Like, if you can find someone who hates it as much as you do, how? What about we've? There's another female on this to, on our crew. But I'm not comfortable enough to harass her with a penis yet. <laughs> I feel like what it I'm took do, what you we're a doing half a day before you started doing it to no. me. No, well, you're, you're also we have a bond. We have a Boston bond, which means I know you can take some some ribbing and some ball busting, which is true. You've also seen way worse, like being a, a military veteran. Like I know you can take it, but I also know like you've also been through enough where maybe I shouldn't put more traumatic things in front of you. So it is a fine line. <laughs> At some point there's going to be a break, it's and a I don't line. know if either of us are going to know when it's coming. We'll, we'll know. Is one of these things? No, it's all good. Yeah, my, my mind's still going. Um, but he has more to come. Um, Truett knows of some of the ones that are up and coming. Don't you dare ask him. He won't tell you. I'm going to ask him. No, he won't tell you. He won't fucking tell you. And if he does, I'll, uh, I'll kill him and I'll, I'll, I'll slice his dick up. I, I, I <laughs> more than it is. I ran one. Did I run one by you that we decided we couldn't do Mike? There was one that you decided you couldn't do. I still want to do it, but the crew talked me out of it. Should we talk about it? Yeah. I still want to do it. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll concede this one, and I won't do it to you. But I'm going to tell you what it was, and I think it's fucking brilliant. I'm scared. Do you know what it is? Maybe. He, 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 he will, because I think he was one of the ones that said you can't do that. Um, the majority of people... Said you can't do that one. <laughs> I wanted to take one of the small ones and put it over your passport photo so that when we were going through the Canadian border. No, you can't do that one. I, I know. But how great. It would have opened up and seen a, a. I wouldn't have seen it though. The, you, the, the border patrol exactly. would have seen it. And that's why you can't and, do and it. And they would do this thing where they'd, they'd pick up your, they'd open it and they'd be like. Like, did you have surgery? Like, what is wrong with this picture? I don't think they would have gotten that far. I'm pretty sure they would have opened it, realized it was a sticker on Again, that. I was going to put a, a deformed, uh, mutilated penis over Jody's passport photo as we were going into Canada. So apparently <clears throat> you love sitting at the Canadian border because we all know this how the much issue. they like jokes. It would have delayed us. It could have delayed us three or four hours maybe. But yeah, also, or more. 
But then I also realized that that person really doesn't deserve to see something like that. Neither do I. You deserve it, though. Why? Because of your overall demeanor. <laughs> your overall attitude. You kind of, your, your, your demeanor screams, do this to me. What? I'm just thinking. I was like, I... Okay, no, we're good. No, because we're talking about your feet not reaching the floor, and I'm like, you're like a head above me. But you're, you're also slouching like a motherfucker right now, yeah. Mike. Because it's that a comfortable, was so left field. It's a comfortable podcast. We're talking about penises, and Mike's like, I think you might be taller than me. <laughs> I think that the penis talk is making the Canadian uncomfortable. Maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> or maybe um, it was the Canadian border talk, yeah. But but can I at least get props? Like, that was that would have been a, a, a tremendous prank, like a legendary I would, prank. I mean, it would have been funny, but it, it legendary. not for the reasons I think you think. Legendary, though. Admit it. Moving on. Want to move on to something cool that you did? I, f- I feel like that's an awkward transition, but go. No, because so, we're talking about all the cool shit I do with the penises and stuff. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see something that Jody recently worked on. Uh, there's a movie coming out called Weird, which is the uh, the Weird Al um, kind of official. Is it a biopic? Is that it's, what that's called? It's a biopic. Um, is that how you say it? Yeah, it's a biopic. Not and biopic? I think, no, it's a bio, like biography. That makes, that makes a lot more sense. Picture, yeah. It's a biopic. Uh, about Weird Al. Uh-huh. And, um, but if you're familiar with Weird Al Yankovic, um, he writes parodies. So the movie is also kind of a biopic parody. Interesting. And what... Was this something that was happening years ago and then it didn't happen? Because I think I heard about this before. Yeah, there's a there's a, a short on YouTube that you can look up that of the same name that they made. And then um, our director, Eric, he wrote it and directed it with Al produced it. And it's going to be fucking amazing. What was your so Jody, we mentioned on the last podcast, Jody also works in television and film. um, And and I think you have different titles there, too. What did you do on this particular movie? Um, On this one, I worked for the assistant director department as a production assistant. But specifically, my role was to run. We call it running first team, which basically means that my job is to take care of the cast. Like, like wrangle them and get them to set or yeah, just make like, sure they're taken care of? Or? There's like a version of me that's at base camp. And yeah. then in the mornings, I help that person and we get them through like hair, makeup, costumes. And then when the first actor goes over to the set, I travel with them. And then it's essentially my job to keep track of them, to get them into the set when from holding, move them in when they're there at requested by the director, keep them informed of like, you know, hey, we've got another two scenes here and then you're going to head back to base change, like running the day with them just to make sure everybody's moving in the right place to make sure I have the right cast there. I mean, it's a it's a full cast, too. Like it is. Can you give room. us five to ten people who are in this thing? Oh, my gosh. They're so I mean, it was such an amazing cast to work with for me that it's one of the Daniel ones Radcliffe most, plays Daniel Al. Radcliffe plays Al. Okay. Um, Evan Rachel Woods plays Madonna, which so those are two of my favorite 
And then um, I, I, I kind of don't want to tell you because I kind of don't want to give it away. No, but so can, can you talk about that the are, ones that are that are known? Because there's a trailer out. I, don't, I really don't want to give you more because it's coming out tomorrow. The cast and crew party is you've today. Told, you've told me a couple that are in there, but yeah. what, what huh? Mike? Do you play Weird Al? Me? Yeah. Oh, no. No, Daniel Radcliffe does. But Jody did play Weird Al on Halloween. And we're going to post did. that picture right here to show Jody in her Halloween costume, which was Unreal. Well, so so that came from the show. So on the last day of filming, the whole crew dressed up as Weird Al for our. Well, not the. It was the last day uh, Daniel Radcliffe was going to be there. Okay. So it wasn't actually our last day of filming, but it was really close. And so that's we, a wrap on Daniel. Or was it the last day? And then Daniel showed up. I can't remember. But either way, we all dressed up. The whole cast dressed up. Did you take their wardrobe? No, so so most of us, ha so we do this thing on film sets on Fridays where it's Hawaiian shirt Friday, and I don't know where the tradition started, but it's been going on for years. So a lot of crew I mean, already that, own his, Hawaiian shirts. And that's his that's thing like anyway. Al's thing. So some people went out and bought it. Some people wore some of the cast costumes, and we all got wigs and glasses and mustaches, and we all showed up with fun socks, Hawaiian shirts, and glasses, mustaches, the whole shebang. And so for Halloween, I just added to it by getting a little toy accordion and just kind of went for it. Did you bring the accordion on tour or did you get I it? Did. Yeah, you did? I brought it you with You put me. it in your goddamn lug? I sure did. Wow. Um, I, I, I want to I, I play the video that you that was posted. Do you still have that video? I do. Oh, yeah, the one from video. Instagram. Yeah. The Somebody took it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I don't good. know who took that one, but yeah. Um, that was a tremendous thing. Is... Have you seen the movie yet? So I haven't. Today is actually the cast and crew premiere party, like our rap party, premiere party, happening back in L.A. And I was very close to pulling the trigger to flying back because we had today off. But I didn't, couldn't find a flight oh, to yeah. get me back in time for a show tomorrow. And I'm really, really, really sad and bummed out about it. But they're premiering it today in L.A. It premiered last night in New York. And then um, tomorrow it comes out on Roku Channel. And Funny or Die, I think, also is releasing it, or it might just be. I okay. assume you're going to say yes, but honestly, do you think it's going to be a great movie? It looks like it's going to be great. It is. Okay. And, and for, like, the first, I don't even know what it is officially, and my Veronica and Eric are probably going to kill me, but it was, like, two or three weeks that after its initial premiere at the Toronto Film Festival, it was 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is hard to do. And it's still, like top rotten like it's within it got like some special word because it's got such high ratings on rotten tomato and it's been out now for a little bit so i've heard that daniel radcliffe is wonderful is it true hands down one of my favorite people i've gotten the opportunity to work with yeah that's He's cool gen as genuine and down to earth as i've ever worked with and yeah it, very grateful i i it seems like just by watching interviews and talk shows that he's just like a laid back, funny, gets it kind of guy. And it sounds like what you're saying is he's that off camera too. He is. He's also a very hard worker. He's mm -hmm. always running his lines. He's very um, focused, yep. but he's also very kind. So he takes the time to say hi to everybody and get to know the people that he's working with. Like you and Mike. Like me and Mike. Yeah. I missed a bit of that. Where'd you go, you Mike? You okay, Mike? No, you're talking about Daniel Radcliffe, and somebody was talking about him recently, and I don't know what it was, because I don't know if it was a dream or if it was an actual conversation <laughs> that he came up. Mike, did you have some of the weed gummies from the bus? Do you want it? Uh, Mike had a traumatic experience the other day. Can we talk about it for a minute? Absolutely. Mike, please take this. No, no. Mike had a horrible dream. Do you want to talk about it? 
No, <laughs> we're talking about it. Talk into the fucking microphone, Michael. I had a dream that I got fired. <laughs> By who? By Billy Corgan. <laughs> and it didn't make any sense. Mostly because you don't work for them. Uh, no, but yeah, no, because no, I, I posted I posted something. Forecasting. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. No, I posted Prophecy. something. And I, I don't want to give anything away from our show or anybody else's show. So... It, it was clips from, from the three bands, but I left all the audio out, uh-huh. except for there was like a clip of Jane's bowing, and you could hear the cheering, and the last clip was Billy screaming, and it was fucking amazing, and I wanted to put it in, but I'm like, I, I there's a little bit of it, and then it cuts out, and I was like, fuck, is somebody going to be mad because like I put in like a clip of their show, and then I think I, I dreamt of it because I was laying in my bunk. Dude, Jack Bates editing this fucking thing, but then yeah, Jack said he saw it and no, he no. reposted it. But Jack Bates, who's the bass player for Pumpkins, posts video of Jane's every day. Yeah, almost. I know, but he's in the band. Doesn't I'm matter. just I'm just the guy, and well, I don't want to He's not in our band, but like yeah. you, you can post every there's a thousand people posting videos every day like you're, you're you're allowed I know you just can't post stuff from like backstage no yeah I know of you know, know. Of, of them whatever they do I don't know what the fuck they do back there picking fights or I don't know what they do what are they what do they do about nothing I don't nothing. know I never dog seen fights they do a lot of illegal dog fighting <laughs> in the pumpkins camp oh it's brutal did I let that out did I say that out loud I'm sorry. You're going you're gonna to get in a lot of trouble. They don't do dog fighting. No one does that. I know, that. but you stay, say stuff and it ends up in articles. Ah, that's None of it's true. There's, no, there's nothing bad going on backstage. There's no dog fighting. There's no dog fighting. There's a little dog fighting. There's- <laughs> Is that what you want from me? Is that what you want? This, this backstage is actually the most tame backstage out of both camps that I've there was of nothing any tour wild. I've been it's to. It's just like it's people like calmly walking through hallways and saying very quiet. They do the the pumpkins guys are so kind. The whole band is great. Um, there's family out there. Our camp is very quiet and just like until until they start warming up. Yeah, and and everyone everyone's getting along. It's very it's very nice. Very, very nice. It's a good vibe. I really wish, I do really, really wish that Navarro was here to uh, partake in this fun with us. It's yeah. so, it's very, very strange. It's weird being out here on a Jane's tour without him. Yeah. Like, it's strange for me to set up the dressing room and not set up his station and yeah. the things that I normally do for him. Yeah. You're not dealing with three or four hats now either, yeah. which is, which is. And those hat yeah. boxes. The hat oh boxes take a lot boxes. of real estate. Do you, is your load less now? No. Really? Yes and no. Oh, because because Troy so, Troy Van Leeuwen wears suits, which must be a suits. bit of a so uh, that's so that makes it a lot more. Dave's clothes are small, right? He wears very tight pants. He wears a lot of cutoff stuff up top, so his stuff. Lady Gap is no. I it's funny. I actually found where I order his pants and stuff mm-hmm. from in my emails the other day, but his stuff just takes up less space. Troy wears suits, so there are three pieces. Does the vest too? And he's no, like the shirt, oh, yeah, yeah. the jacket, the pants. He looks slick up and there. And he's got like four different ones out on tour with us, and uh, a bunch of ties. But luckily, the ties didn't make it past the second show. So we're. Just, oh, he ditched the ties. Yeah, the ties have have ceased. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yep. Interesting. But okay. then, and then Eric has quite the collection of sneakers. Are they all Vans? 
No. Okay. He doesn't wear Vans. He wore Vans last night. He wears Vans often. No, he was wearing Vans last night. He had his Nikes on last night because I remember putting the colorful. Mike, Mike, microphone, Mike. I see him wearing Vans. Yeah, it was Vans but a lot. Last night he wore the Nike. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. He was last wearing, night he wore the he, yellow, red, and white. It was Vans with lightning suits. bolts on them. I swear they were the Nikes. The Nike. Someone's the never. I, I've seen the black and gold Nikes, like yeah. the Jordans, and then there's Vans that are high tops, and there's yellow, red, yeah, black, yeah, yeah. and that, maybe some blue. And on that's it. what he wore last night. Okay, maybe Jody's never good at her job, and now we know. They're in his case. They you were thinking about Chua's dick the whole night. You couldn't oh, even keep God. track. Guys, we're going to wrap this up because I'm, my voice is getting worse and worse. I had a really sore throat yesterday. I'm probably getting you guys sick. Probably from playing with Druid's dick. That's not cool. <laughs> That's just not cool. Uh, I've been not sleeping very much, good. so we're going to wrap this up. People are going to be so happy to hear from you guys again. Thank you for joining again. Um, can we do it again sometime? Yeah, but Mike didn't tell his poo story. Is there another what? poo story? I told my poo story. You told last time, but is there a new poo? Didn't you say there was a new poo story when he oh, asked? Oh, oh no! Yeah, so the other day, <laughs> I forget. <laughs> Let me take that mic real quick. I got one for so, you. No, so no. Good. The other day, um, <laughs> this one's a real poozy. There was. It's the poo stories. Yeah. No, there was something going on in in the text message, and I was and I said something like, "Oh yeah, like I shit everywhere again or something," <laughs> and then. My phone like shut off for the. For oh the, yeah! So you sent this text. Update. You sent this text, and then there was just radio silence for Mike for a while. Yeah, and then I, said, like, I got what? back. I was like, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> so for there's like 15 minutes, where we thought Mike was just horribly shitting all over the place. Um, but really, y- you guys, w- this is no. Next week will be the 200th episode that we've done of this, and the episode with you guys last time is probably. Uh, the the most feedback I've ever gotten on a show, and I interview I interviewed a cannibal, an actual <laughs> cannibal, and more people had comments about you guys, and more interest, and more just positive feedback. So I knew, like, I, I don't think I've ever had someone back so quickly. But um, people love you guys and love hearing this kind of insight. So thank you for rate your bandmate thing so that there's something else out there. Tell this idea. You had this idea. Well, because last time we were on, we talked about how it was. Doing the dating thing and not bandmate crewmates, right? Yeah, crewmates. yeah, yeah. Okay, we were ta- talking about that and how I was rating them on my Instagram and that kind of it's still happening, but we're obviously on a little hiatus because we're out here on the road. You so. can't slut it up on the road like you can back it's at tough. home. I mean, I'm still talking to four guys right now, setting things up for when we get back. So am I. I figured mm-hmm. probably some of the same ones. Yep. Um, Beavis butthead. <laughs> but I've started collecting videos without most people knowing aside from you and I'm going to start doing a rate your bus mate. So uh, like, instead uh, like, of like, rating my dates, I'm going to rate my bus rate mate. My mate. Rate, rate my mate. mate. Um, are you rating on a scale of one to 10? Yes. Like, Always what, one to 10. And what, what is the rating system? Or you don't know yet? Well, like, like, microphone. <sighs> no, is this something that's like, like coming out live as you're doing it? Or are you collecting stuff and you're going to put something together afterwards? Well, I've been collecting them, but then I'm going to start now that we're in the two week window, like, cause there's only 10 of us. So, and there's so nine people for me to, unless I start jumping onto the other bus, but I think it's more funny cause I share buses with you guys. Yeah. I'm going to do a little clip and then rate what it is like to live on a, I, I, I do. I better be your, like fa- I better be your favorite of what it's like to live on a tour bus with each of you because 
as the criteria? Like, what's what's the? Is Mike, it just like, hold, yeah, stop. It's okay. When you want to say something, do do this. Put your hand up so she knows to give you the microphone. There you go. Great. Go. I'm just curious. Like, is there like <laughs> ten things, now. and it's like yes or no? And criteria. Like, what's the criteria? Like the criteria. Well, what's like your criteria for living that makes someone compatible? Cleanliness, uh, humor. um, It's just like going on a date, except I have to live with you guys. So it's sort of a lot of the same things of like how compatible it is to live with you guys on a bus. And like, yeah, cleanliness comes into play. Like how long can you tolerate sitting by someone and what it's like? Like, can they hold a conversation? Do you Mm -hmm. want to punch them on a regular basis? You know? Just the normal things. I must rank pretty high on that one. Are they cute? Yeah. <laughs> I think we have a pretty cute bus, right? Overall? Yeah, it's actually not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> not terrible. There's some, well, there's some handsome like, fellas. I have to live with you guys. So you're so in my mind when you're on tour, you're all just like family. My there's co-host. nothing that goes be- the masks out. Like you guys are going to clean your shit up. <laughs> my, my, my co-host. Beautify your bus. My co-host came to uh, Milwaukee. Heidi came to Milwaukee. And... Uh, Dave Brown, our audio guy, is a big fan of this show. Before we started touring, he, he's a Rare Form fan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he told And me he was, like, things. eager to meet Heidi. And Heidi said, you didn't tell me he was a heartthrob. Ooh. A Dave heartthrob. Dave Brown's a cutie, yeah. He's a handsome fella. He's a good look. We got a couple good-looking ones. Mm-hmm. Dave Brown is very much taken, though, so don't very take taken. that out of context, anybody. Yeah, th- th- none of that matters. He's people a can, people a can be attractive guy. and also yeah. be taken, and we can acknowledge it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Do I want to fuck them? Yes, but I can't. Yeah, you do. Yet. But as soon as, as they ever happen... Have you presented him with the Arnold combo? No, but we can't talk about that. Okay. That's private. Okay, That's next, private. next time. Um, but yeah, we got we got some good looking folks. I want to see I want to see Mike over there grow a beard. Uh, some stubble. Dina sent me a picture the other day where I had a mustache. I don't want that. Oh, I saw that, didn't I? I think you may have. Can you do me a favor and not shave for the next week? I don't drive me mental. I don't care. It'll you do, drive me just mental. do it for me. Shave the neck. Nah. Do it. We'll see. I don't have my conditioner anymore, so maybe I just won't do any cleaning. All right, I really want to wrap up, but <laughs> I, I got I to gotta, I gotta take issue. So, as we're like setting up to record this, Jody's I in. knew there was a conversation going on. Like. No, no, well, I, no. I was, I was standing, ne- I was standing next to her. I was standing next to her, and because um, you called, because you you called, because I didn't want to text you. It's faster. It's true. None of that matters. So, Mike, uh, I don't. Where were we? we were in Detroit last night, and Mike took a shower, and he left his conditioner in the shower. So you'll have your, you'll have your moment in court, my friend, you'll have your day in court. So Mike, Mike calls, (laughs) Mike calls Jody to be like, Hey, I left my conditioner. And this is what I'm hearing. And she goes, yeah, well, I'll call and see if we can track down your conditioner. And, uh, she goes off the phone. She starts texting. She doesn't say the word to me. I say, what did, what happened to Mike? Mike left his conditioner in, uh, in the shower in the last gig. She goes, yeah, so I'm trying to track it down. Thank you, by the way. So I was like, oh, it must be some hoity-torty, fancy-ass conditioner. And she goes, not really. <laughs> not really. It's- I just spent probably $120 on this fucking jug of it. And when we went home, I topped it up. 
So the little ones are like like thirty thirty five dollars a thing, and I can't find them anywhere except for one store. Yeah. And I've I had another thing that was fucked up that I had to replace when we were on the road, and I could never get it. I called. They're like, we're gonna call you back. And they never call back. I can't get to the fucking store. I lost $300 AirPods on this tour. Know what I did? Fucking bought more AirPods. I want you to track them down. Mike, if, you, if your conditioner, if you want your conditioner like sent to you, it's going to cost more than it is to I'm just I'm just curious get. where it went. <laughs> if it's there, it's not a big deal. It's definitely it's there. It's a fucking conditioner. So, so you want Heidi, I mean, you want Jody to call the- Remember well, the other night when you smelled my hair? Did it smell good? There you go. <laughs> he it's has a point. Me. He has a point. So you <laughs> you want Jody you want Jody to take time on her day off I, no, to hit up the venue I didn't want you just to. to find out that I don't it's still there. People to give me. Hey, can I have the, the 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 representative from from the venue it's, last night? Can I have the number? Okay. I need to call him with my fucking conditioner. It's fine. I I you messaged him. Give it to me. I'll call. I don't mind doing the legwork. I just want to know where it is. I'm going to put a fucking tracker on my conditioner now. Also, you can get it for $16, Mike. I looked it up. $16 is like the Canadian, sample though. Size. Canadian. It's like 16 It's like a small Coke. I forget the, the amount, but it's like a small Coke can. What brand are we talking here? Our, I, don't, our, I don't need it. Uh, listen, no, listen. Our, our listeners are very generous, and maybe they'll hook you up. So you, you my can, wife our, knows the fucking owner, and, and we're our sorting plus. out getting me some right now. She worked. She worked with the president of the company, and we're sorting stuff out. Oh, thank God! So it's not a complete tragedy. It's a fucking tragedy. Together, we're gonna I get can't through see this. What my hair looks like now? It I looks used to killer, have really dude. nice hair. Now I'm fucking bald. It looks and it's a fucking rat nest, and I cut half of it off. The cut looks nice. You know, you know how I was in the shower before I came. I couldn't comb my hair in the shower. Why? Because I need fucking conditioner. You remember that really nice hotel? If you're that wondering we why you're bald, if you're wondering why you're balding, don't comb your fucking hair in the shower. Then I don't like the way it looks. But you'll have more hair. No, it's not why. It's because I'm fucking balding. But why do you think? Do you think that combing your wet, tough hair is good for balding or it's bad for tough. balding? Yeah, it's fine. You can. No, I have. I have. Uh, I have. It's actually encouraged. It's harder, yeah. it's harder to get through there when it's wet. No, it's no. no I worked all. in a salon for three years. I know this stuff. Why do you think they comb, they wash your hair? Because it's fucking gross. So they can put their hands in it and then they condition it and it's clean and easy to work with. That's not why they wash your hair. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Why is it? They wash your hair so it's easier to cut with the blades, but they don't like, and then they dry it a lot too before they start combing through it. They don't comb through like super wet, soaking wet hair. Mike. I wash my hair every Thank once in a you. while. I condition my hair and I comb through it with a, with a, the, the, the thick Claw comb, yeah. brush thing, yeah. wide tooth, thank you, yeah. in the shower. Uh-huh. And then when I get out, I do like one thing, and then sometimes it there goes, goes like all this, your hair. And it goes back. <laughs> Fucking 16,000 hairs each pull you do. That's what? 16,000 hairs yeah. each time you pull that comb through. Well, fuck, yeah. I, I go in the middle. That's that spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think your hair looks beautiful. Uh, I hope that you can, I hope that together with the people around you that care for you, you can get through the rest of the tour without your conditioner. I think we're going to... not going to happen. We will support you as a people. I tried the hotel conditioner from like the nice place that had the good stuff that like it smelled really good and uh-huh. I liked it. I'm like, I'm going to try it. 
it fucking fried my hair and I was bummed. Man, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I th- it takes a village. It's rough out here on the road. It's tough. It's not all good to glamour, folks. Sometimes you have the wrong conditioner and things are a nightmare. Um, but we, we will persevere. We will persist and we will march on. And together we'll get through it, I think. You know? And um, you have our audience who are all pulling for you, Mike. Thank you. They're, they all send their well wishes and like... You, you can hit him up at Mike G drummer. If you want to like let him know that you also know what it's like to go through something as horrific. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, like I lost a friend today. Right. And you have the wrong conditioner. So we all have I our things. I try not to complain, but <laughs> we all have our things, you know, um, the equally traumatic, equally tough. I uh, know it's uh things. That's the way things go. No, I think of that stuff sometimes. Just and not I try now. Not to complain. Uh-huh. <laughs> what my friend wouldn't do to have conditioner right now, the wrong conditioner. What? what? Too soon. I know it's too soon. Who cares? It's what we do. Good to see everybody. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for coming back. I really do love you both. Thanks for doing this. This is fun. And uh, I think, uh, at GI Jody on Instagram, at Mike G Drummer on Instagram. Um, Jody would love to see your dicks. So <laughs> wait, I think you said that at the last one. Did anybody? Send did you get you any dicks? Yeah. You, you got dicks. I got, I got, I got a lot of dating requests. Oh, stop, <laughs> Daniel. I, you, you, you got dating requests? I did. I, I mean, I have a. Oh, I, I have someone. Yeah, I text. I screenshot and sent you a few of them. I get requests they go to my request folder someone hit me they up. go to like my hidden requests and then i like have to figure out someone hit me know. up and asked if it would be okay to ask you out i said of course I just, you're not my property yeah I, i'm I mean, not her pimp i've gotten i've gotten a few like i've gotten a few interesting messages and i replied to the i replied to all the ones that aren't creepy uh-huh just not I'm a friendly I'm, person yeah very very friendly and so i reply to them and but there is some that they they don't come to my regular inbox, right? So, like, my, my profile is public, but my messages, if we're not friends, they go they to, go like to a pri- uh, general a Yeah, general and if folder. it seems creepy, it goes to, like, the spam one. I don't always check that, so... Are you, are you going to go on a date with one of our listeners, do you think? Could you possibly? Well, I, the one that, like, seemed kind of nice, I, I responded, but I couldn't see his profile because his was private, so... Huh. Like, if you're going to ask me out, like, share your profile, bro. Yeah. Can you share... Can you, like... Is there a setting to share your profile if you're private without going public? Like, can you like, a, like an allowance of I like? I'm not sure about that. I but like, like, if you if you send somebody messages, like, or is that like a friend request? If you if you request somebody's friendship, they can see your profile. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. No, no, no. <clears throat> oh no, because I've noticed, like, like you'll post something or somebody posts something, and then I'll get like a an extra follow, and I'm like. Who the fuck is this? And then I, I look and I see like like your picture, right? Like in their friends. Oh, like, oh so it's <coughs> so that's you, how I know like it's from like you posting something that I was tagged in or something, right? You got dicks, Jody. I thought I did, and I sent them to you. No, I don't remember that. I swear, I, I did. love that, guys. Please keep sending her no, all the dicks. Don't. It'll end up in the spam folder, so but, I'm not but, really gonna see it. Don't Google dicks. Send your own dick and write her name on it so she knows it's legitimate. <laughs> it's J O D I. Or, or even do like at G.I. Jody on your dick would be hilarious. And Mike, what do you want pictures of in your this is inbox? Just not cool, Dan. 
Mike wants pictures of smashing pumpkins no, sent I, to him. I just need like a GoFundMe for my condition. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a $16 GoFundMe. Help Mike get to $16 to refill his conditioner. <laughs> we got to do it for or real. Or just everybody send that $16 size out. Yeah. So he has so many of the little ones. They're like one or two one for uses, each day. And then he doesn't have to worry about it. If I lose it, then I'll be okay. That's right. Exactly. Guys, together, we're, we're going to get through these hard times together. We have a couple weeks couple left. A couple more weeks. Uh, I'm really enjoying the tour with you guys. I'm very happy that we are part of this amazing crew. And uh, thank you again for doing this uh, this episode with me. It's been a blast. Word. Anything you guys want to say about me or any kind of compliments for me? That would take another hour. Oh, that's nice. Mike, what's your favorite thing about me? You're funny. I appreciate that. You're kind. Am I kind? Yeah. I worry. I worry that I'm not as kind as I should be. No, no. I I, th- I think if you not if you need to be kind, because you you fuck around, but you don't tease me. <laughs> no, I love you. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're you're one of the most kind people I've ever met in my life. Cool. Thank yeah. You. Cool. Jody, um, something about me. Please, the fifth. Give, give me something nice. You never give me anything nice. I do. I thank you all the time. You always keep my name out there when gigs come up. Well, that, that benefits you. I need a compliment that's just for me. Yeah, but that benefits you too, actually. Does it? Yeah. Just uh, not because I don't believe in karma, by the way. No, but I mean, like you, you always request or put out that I'm on tour when we're doing anything. Oh yeah, and that. I am one of those types of people that when I'm on tour, I make sure the crew is really taken care That's of. That's true. So maybe me, uh, maybe me suggesting you is actually a very selfish move on my part. I, yeah, I believe it is. It is it, selfish. It's like touring with family. <clears throat> it is selfish in the way that I do want to have people around me that I enjoy being around. So yeah. like, uh, but also I wouldn't suggest you for work if you sucked at it. You're, well, you're you. one of the best at it. You care thank too you. much. Sometimes they do. I yes, do Mike? to a fault. No, yeah, you guys were saying how like I'm like the hardest working guy, but that's uh, I could say the same thing about you guys too. So I don't. I didn't, not I didn't me. say that before. You can say it about no, her. No, no, but not you me. get your stuff done. That's true. You know what I mean? We we this this whole crew and behind the scenes, like what you're saying now, making requests and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you helped me with with things. Fuck yeah! And Jody does everything. Yeah. So it's like we we are a very uh self sufficient and self regulated crew everyone knows their job yeah well and, and everybody's here for each other no, so. no, none of us need to be told any day like this is what you got to do today everyone just knows yeah. we are we are a very professional crew i was going to say everybody's not new like we all know how to do our own gigs yeah. and that always makes the cohesiveness of working together even better and i and i switch we also gigs. look out for each other i switched gigs mid tour which you is do. the first time in my you life did. i yeah. started the tour working for now troy you're on my side of the now, stage oh, i hate stage left i hate it we hate you there it's so crowded i'm yeah. so used to stage right where like i have the whole thing to myself mm-hmm. no monitor people no vocal playback no wardrobe it's just me and the artist and now I'm like with all kinds of people. But you, you, I guess maybe not these shows, but do you normally get people over there uh, watching the show, like the fans and guests and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, which I don't usually mind, but I, you were talking about people putting stuff on cases. Mm-hmm. There's a thing that happens too where like guests will get comfortable and they'll put drinks on my work box. Yeah. And I have a, I have a two, it's a two strike rule. Yeah. And I don't care who you are. I will ask you one time to, please, I'll not be nice. Say, hey, would you mind just don't put your drink on my work box? You can put it anywhere else here. If they put it back again, I've done it three times. 
I knock it over onto their feet. <laughs> Spill it onto their feet. I'm like, I told you, I told you once. Now get the fuck out of here. And I love when people are being dicks at festivals. I love having people removed from the stage. That feels good. I had Fred Durst's wife removed from my world once, and that felt really nice. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Anyway. Ah! Ah! We need to let you go so you can get through the rest of this puberty. It's a long episode. It's an yeah. hour and a half. Did yes, Mike? mad when it fell on their feet? Like, what the fuck? Of course they did. <laughs> what I, do you think? And I was like, I told you. I told you once. You mess with the bull. Like Jody, you mess with the bull. Okay, you get the so is that a one strike or a two strike? Because the one strike. Second strike. It's, I guess second, it's a, second time. You get like, one chance. Yeah. I give you, I give you one. You yeah. get one. One courtesy. Two strikes and you're wet. Is, that's, my, that's my policy. But how do you do like. Oops. No. Or do you just. I look at them. I look in the eye and go, I knock it into the, under their feet. It, it's, it's aggressive. Because that kind of fucks up your area a little bit too. It's worth it. Yeah. If it splashes as my legs, as long as it's it. on the floor and not on your case, right? As long as it's on their feet and as long as they're annoyed, this shit's been going through my done. head lately. See, I don't yeah. do that. I get, I, t- I ask them once, like, "Hey, could you not put stuff here?" Because they do it in your wardrobe, and obviously, like, if you spill some shit on wardrobe, it's yeah. it's just as bad as spilling it on yeah. your cars. It's fucking terrible. I say, "Hey, can you not put your stuff here, please?" The first time, and I hand it back to them. And if they do it again, I just take it. I look trash. at them and I throw it. Yeah, in the that, trash can. that's a better way to yeah, do it. We don't always have trash cans. You're in, if you're in the dressing room or whatever, you normally have a can there, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about on stage because yeah, yeah. it, it most because normally I'm on stage left, right next to playback. So <sighs> it's like there's usually a can not too far from anywhere that I am. That's one thing I've noticed on this tour. I can't ever find a fucking garbage trash can cans. on stage. There's none, or like the whole there's none area. Yeah. You have to walk a quarter mile to find a trash can. Um, speaking of spilled things, the other night uh, Perry spilled it just keeps going half a glass of wine on Eric's pedal board. So, <gasps> but I can't throw Perry's drink away. He's allowed. He's allowed. But oh, it's all wow. good now. He he drinks out of the bottle every night too. He, yeah, they, they came over. A cup, I think it was last night. Oh yeah, last night. Night. So that's his warm up cup. So fun fact is <laughs> it's warm up wine. He gets he gets a special certain bottle of wine every night of a, mar- a nice French Margot, mm-hmm. and um, I pour him one cup. So that when they warm up just before they go on stage, he has a little bit to warm up with. The rest of the bottle goes on stage on your drum riser with some uh, ginger sticks. This is the stuff people love to hear. This behind yeah, the scenes stuff that no one knows. Info. So I cut up ginger strips, like fresh ginger. Microphone, microphone. Fries. What, Mike? You got to talk into the fucking microphone. We're an hour and a half in. When you speak, talk into the microphone. I thought those were fries. <laughs> French <No>. fries. <laughs> they're fresh You know, wine ginger. and fries, the, the key to every great singer's, that's a wine secret. Wine and fries. <laughs> no, they're fresh ginger that I slice up and <clears throat> he like, he chews on their good, you know. So anyway, yeah, I do that. I put that in the bottle of wine, but they warm up and I have to have the bottle placed before that. So I place the bottle, I pour him a cup, he takes it into the jam room yep. with him and they, uh, yeah. But the, I noticed last night he actually walked onto stage with his warm-up he did. cup. And, just and I was like, I, I tried to take near. it because normally I take, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. I can't talk anymore, so I'm going to wrap this up. Nice. It's starting to really hurt. I love you both. Thanks for coming. Thank you guys for listening. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash radio. Sign up on YouTube. Follow on iTunes. iTunes? iTunes. Go to Spotify. Whatever. Support the show. Love you all. Goodbye. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.